0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Josh Bit Said, a space where we can listen to and learn how to avoid certain mistakes when it comes to life, fitness, or business by simply listening to what Josh Bit said. On today's episode, we are talking life. We are talking a life lesson that everyone needs to learn how to stop self-sabotaging. Now, this is a continuation, a part two to the episode that i posted previously so if you have not yet listened to that i want you to go ahead and pause this episode go listen to the first um, episode of the self-sabotaging podcast and then come back for the continuation because that is what this is uh if this is your first time tuning in i want to say welcome if you are a returning listener i want to say welcome back i truly appreciate each and every single one of you thank you for listening today today we're talking self-sabotaging the silent killer the disease you did not know you had the thing that is standing in between you and your dream life okay that is what self-sabotaging is and today we are going to be talking about the sneaky symptoms of self-sabotaging. On today's episode, I'm talking about my top two sneaky symptoms of self-sabotage and what you can do to overcome them. Okay, there are seven sneaky symptoms of self-sabotage in total. I call them sneaky symptoms because they have a funny way of creeping up on you. Now, in the previous episode, I talked about them and I I stated that number seven is questioning your purpose, number six is self-criticism, number five was imposter syndrome, number four was comparisons, and number three was initiating conflict. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the final two symptoms of self-sabotage what they are and what you can do to stop them before i dive into that just a quick recap what is self-sabotage self-sabotage simply put is getting in your own way contradicting yourself doing things on a daily basis that interfere with your long-term goals for instance Saying, I want a healthy relationship, but constantly and continuing to initiate conflict when you are in a relationship, pushing your partner away. Or saying, I want a healthy body, but refusing to work out or eat right, right? Things like this. This is when we do this, when we engage in these kind of actions, actions that don't align with the things we say we want in our lives, that is what it is to self sabotage. I already um, talked to you about the first five, and the final two are overthinking, procrastination, and last but not least, overindulgence. Now overindulgence was number two on my list and number one was overthinking and procrastination. In the previous episode I stated that overindulgence is my favorite symptom of self-sabotaging and that is because most people don't even realize that they are doing this. Okay? It's such a overindulgence is such a fun way to self-sabotage. I kid you not. I think about it this way. Overeating getting wasted, getting drunk, substance abuse, and even drum roll please, bench watching. Okay, that is my, that is my weakness right there. Now, I hardly ever watch TV. I don't engage in like Netflix and none of that. But when I do, I can't stop. And it's usually when I'm trying to avoid something that I'm supposed to be doing, right? So instead of doing it, I'll like turn on a show and I can't stop until I've watched every single episode. So that is what it is to overindulge, right? Anything you do in excess to avoid the unpleasant feeling is a sign that you are self-sabotaging. To avoid an unpleasant feeling, I'm sorry. Um this becomes your sweet escape from all the stress and anxiety that is associated with negative feelings. What I'm saying is if you tend to overindulge in the same unhealthy habits. So if you always turn into to, if you always turn to the same unhealthy stress reliever when you're going through a tough time, you are self-sabotaging. For instance, you overeat when you're angry or when you're sad, you binge watch a Netflix show. These are all the ways that we can self-sabotage ourselves. And most of the time, these things set you back and prevent you from achieving even more success. Because instead of dealing with the issue, you are deflecting. What can we do to stop this? Alright, so when it comes to overindulgence as a means of self-sabotaging, what we can do to put an end to this is to practice self-awareness, and mindfulness. Be aware of your behaviors, your habits, as well as your underlying emotions that come before your behaviors, okay? So what is causing me to feel like this? Why do I feel the need to overindulge in this specific moment? Your, your feelings are not your enemy. Just like I talked about in the previous point where we talked about, um, initiating conflict, you have to understand your own emotions. Understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling that so that you can properly deal with this. Acknowledge your feelings. Do not let them overwhelm you. Sometimes it's okay to sink into our emotions as long as we know how to bring ourselves out of negative emotions especially and not make it a habit right so it's very important that we get back on track and we do this by practicing self-awareness as well as mindfulness and perhaps replacing the negative habit with a positive one or practicing self-discipline so if i'm feeling sad right now about something and my instinct is to go watch is to go binge watch uh, an entire season of grown what I will do is first sit down and think, why am I feeling sad? Is this something I want to deal with right now? And if I must watch grown right this instant, then I'll maybe give myself the opportunity to watch no more than two episodes. Self-discipline, okay? But if I know that I'm not someone who has enough self-control to stop after two episodes, then I will do something instead of watch garnish right so i'll replace that habit with a positive one instead with something that is not going to allow me to over indulge all right all right that brings us to our last but not least sneaky symptom of self-sabotage now this one is one we are all very familiar with i am all too well familiar with this one and that is procrastinating slash overthinking Overthinking is when instead of having a plan and putting your plan into action, you keep thinking and thinking and thinking of different ways it could go and you plan and you plan and you plan but you never actually take action. While procrastination is wait, is like if you're faced with a problem, you wait till the problem gets worse. You wait till things get as bad as they can get before you actually end up dealing with the situation. Procrastination for me is The biggest sign of self-sabotaging, because as an adult, procrastination is more than just being lazy. It's usually a sign that you're avoiding something bigger, such as change or failure, okay? Or you're using perfectionism or overthinking as an excuse to keep yourself from doing what you know you need to be doing you may procrastinate to keep yourself from making mistakes you may procrastinate to prevent yourself from feeling like a failure there are many many different why there are many many different reasons why we as human beings procrastinate but all i know is that procrastination is a form of self sabotage here's what you can do to counter that to stop yourself from self sabotaging through procrastination I highly recommend taking baby steps towards bigger tasks so every time you have something to take care of I need you to break it down into smaller tasks and then take baby steps towards accomplishing that big task for example if you have a huge project to do on Friday I want you to work on it from Monday through Friday instead of waiting till Friday when the project is due so every day you will carve out like 30 minutes to work on that project the key to avoiding procrastination just like the previous point is self-discipline okay you have to stay on top of yourself now Mel Robbins I think is her name she talks about the five second rule and she used the five second rule to change her life right and stop herself from procrastinating she noticed that she used to snooze her alarm all the time and counter this what she started doing was using the five second rule so when the alarm goes off she gives herself five seconds to get up because your brain has you have a window of five seconds before your brain will convince you not to do what you're supposed to do okay your brain is designed to protect you to keep you safe and make you do what feels the most comfortable and I always say growth comes from being outside of your comfort zone so if you want to grow in life if you want to grow as a person that is something that you're going to have to do outside of your comfort zone and so you have to counter your brain trying to keep you um, comfortable as many times as possible so with back to what I was saying with Mel when her alarm goes off she counts down kind of like NASA would if they were um, launching a rocket ship five four three two one and when she gets to one her feet have to be on the ground she has to be out of that bed I now apply the five-second rule to almost everything, not just my alarm. Like, if I say at 2 o'clock, I'm going to get up and go take a shower. As soon as 2 o'clock hits, I'm going to count 5, four, 3, two, 1. And by the time I get to 1, my feet have to be on the ground. I have to be walking towards that shower. Set deadlines for yourself and use the five-second rule to push you towards um, taking those baby steps would be my recommendation to you. I truly hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Dealing with and understanding the symptoms of self-sabotage has really helped me make a difference in my own life. And I hope that listening to this past two episodes on self-sabotage will help you do the same. Okay? So to recap, self-sabotaging is something we do that stops us from getting to what we say we want for ourselves. It's something that hinders us from our dream life. It keeps us from accomplishing the things that we want to for ourselves, okay? Um, The seven symptoms, the seven sneaky symptoms of self-sabotaging are questioning your purpose, self-criticism, imposter syndrome, comparisons, initiating conflict, overindulgence, last but not least, overthinking, and procrastination. And in these past two episodes, I have shared with you ways and things that you can do, solutions that can help you counter each and every single one of these symptoms. I hope that you have found these last two episodes on self-sabotaging very helpful. If so, if you have comments, concerns, questions, please, please feel free to reach out to me on social. Uh, on all platforms. It'll be at I am Josh underscore. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I love when you guys comment and give me feedback on my podcast. I truly appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next time, be easy.